it's Erica. And Liana. Come join us on Patreon. Where you can unlock weekly episodes, videos, and... Be invited to Patreon-exclusive Zoom meetups. Just download the Patreon app and search for Night Guys Podcast. Or go to the website, www.patreon.com forward slash nightguyspodcast. You can join for as little as $2 a month for full access. See you on Patreon. Squiddle deedle 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 deedle. And Liana, and this is the Night Guys Podcast. We're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff, supernatural, extraterrestrial, cryptid, culty, true crime, and we'll cover it all with drinks. We both have wine tonight. We both have wine. Do you ever feel like when you hear your name out loud, like it's weird? I feel like I'm being scolded sometimes. Like I don't feel like I ever hear my name that often, mm. even though... I just said my name, it's still weird even if I say it. <laughs> it's like if you say a word too many times, you're like, what is the meaning of this word? I've said it too many times and now it's meaningless. Or like <laughs> you you're convinced that? that you know the meaning of it and then you're like, but do I? Oh God. Yeah, it's weird. Like if you say like <laughs> motor home like 10 times, by the time you're on like six or seven, you'll be like, is this a word? <laughs> Am I saying this right? <laughs> what is a motor home? Motor home? <laughs> What does that mean? Oh, Why God. is it a word? <laughs> I feel that way about my name. Oh. It's weird. It's always weird when if, like, your partner doesn't normally call you by your name, and then they do. It's like, ew. Oh, yeah. Sean got really upset with me one day when I called. I was like, Sean, come here. And he was like, whoa. Excuse me. Are you mad? <laughs> I was like, no, I'm... No, I'm not, but we do live in a house with two other people right now. Like, yeah, that's so <laughs> weird. It's weird. It's, like, it's reserved for, like, important, <laughs> like, moments. It's so weird. When you're trying to find someone in a crowd. Oh, yeah, that for sure. Name. Yeah. It's a weird one. Mm. I don't know how I feel about it. About your own name? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Guys, Erica needs help. <laughs> so tired. She Nothing's so... making sense anymore. I just, everything hurts in my face. I can't smile without it hurting. I know, so everything she's like half smiling hurts. right now and I feel bad. So if I like am mumbling, it's not the wine, at least in the first half. It's because <laughs> my face hurts. <laughs> oh, I know we owe people shots. We haven't forgotten. We have not forgotten that we owe you shots. It's just that Erica is, like, barely drinking any wine right now, and she's not really drinking much of anything. So when we are able to do shots, I promise we will do them for you, and we will give you toasts and cheers. And Yeah, everything. I want to enjoy it. I'm hoping very soon I'll feel better. Mm-hmm. I've been trying everything. Yesterday I experienced what I today learned was called trigger needling. <laughs> Sounds horrible that was one it's always fun when somebody shoves needles in your face like big ass needle in your face and then doesn't warn you really 
and mm. then just expects you to, to just be, be chill about down it. with it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is happening you four times. You should some, like, headphones cool. or something. And then they, like, the assistant is just super cash, like, talking and asking you questions. Where As it's they like, shove needles in your Should face. I be talking and answering while this is literally going into my mouth? Dude, okay. that's like when the freaking dentist is trying to talk to you and, like, asking you a complicated question that's not a yes yeah, or no. Yeah, uh-huh. They're like, oh, uh-huh. tell me how's school going? And you're like, eh, like, what are you supposed to say? <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> yes or oh, no questions okay. only. <laughs> Oh my god. Dumb. Air oh, air like a bees. Normally I'm fine with shots. Like they don't really weird me out. Mm-hmm. Like I'm more weirded out by um things like blood. I don't like it, things coming out of me. <laughs> I don't like the pulling up of the syringe. Mm-hmm. I like the pushing down of <laughs> if I'm picking one or the other. Mm, okay. One I'm more okay with. Um but Ugh, it did not feel good. She had to, like, no, it was awful. It just wasn't good because they stick it into, like, oh, my goodness, like, like the knots that are currently in my jaw muscle. So it's, like, in the muscle and specifically in the, like, knot that you can feel in it. Barf, dude. So it's, like, knots hurt even just when you massage them, you know? Mm -hmm. So instead of that, it's a needle in it. It's supposed to help, like... Relieve pressure and shit. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh, Drink that wine. Make it better. It was not a good time. Yeah, so I'm trying wine tonight instead of a muscle relaxer. We'll see how that pays off. You might need a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Don't laugh. Stop. I'm losing my mind. Okay. Cool. What day is it? All right. (laughs) Woman discovers... Creepy. This is the longest title okay. ever. Okay, I'm going to count the words. Woman discovers. It's a paragraph of this title. Okay, what is it? All right, here we go. Woman discovers creepy hidden door to a, quote, haunted, end quote, hotel behind a mirror in her salon after having a all-caps nightmare about finding a secret entryway with, quote, dead bodies, end quote, behind it. Okay, I, I legit <laughs> lost count. Squeeze <laughs> me. So they told the whole story in the... Pretty much. Then there's like a thousand bullet points. There's oh, God. one, It's two, like a work three, email. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Why do we have eight bullet points? Let's just read the article, shall we? Let's do that. <gasps> a woman has been left terrified after discovering a secret door to a haunted hotel behind a mirror in her salon, which she only went looking for because she had a nightmare about finding a hidden entryway to the creepy venue. Oh, baloney. She looked at the city plans. (laughs) Or she's like, this wallpaper sucks. Or she punched a wall one day and was like, what? Oh, shit. Uh, According to a series of viral TikTok videos shared by her daughter, the woman dreamed there was a secret door behind a mirror in her Texas salon, which is located next door to the infamous Rogers Hotel. Never heard of it. Which has long been the subject of ghostly speculation and stories. It's cool. She said, "My her daughter, my mom had a dream that at her salon there was a hidden door. And sure the hell enough, <laughs> I like that expression, she just found a hidden door. Huh. Uh, now the video is viral, which shows her mom pulling a full-length mirror off the wall in her salon and ripping a hole in what looks like styrofoam insulation behind it. Okay, okay, yep, here she is pulling it off, getting crazy with it. 
She literally is ripping it. We just found a secret door. Literally. Literally. Lots of literallys. (laughs) I cannot believe it. (laughs) She didn't say literally, but I was expecting her to. What is this? What the hell is this? Oh, my God. She continues as her mother rips through the insulation layer to find a black board behind it. Uh, Her mom then begins hammering, oh, my goodness, at the wooden, oh, my goodness panel while her daughter reveals so she dreamed that there were dead bodies back here and she dreamed there was a secret door and she fucking found a secret door okay but are there dead bodies much to their frustration there weren't dead bodies no i'm just kidding Mm -hmm. much to their frustration and despite the woman's best efforts to hammer through the doorway they couldn't gain access oh my goodness to the other side however miranda promised to share a second clip in which she would update viewers on the progress in that second clip, she also offered more information about the eerie background to the doorway and the building that lies on the other side of it. So, she says, the salon is connected to what's called the Rogers Hotel, and the Rogers Hotel is super duper haunted. Uh, pretty wow. sure mom's possessed by a ghost because she dreamed about there being a secret door and then she found it. So, yeah. The mother and daughter find a man to help them break. Why do they don't need a man? Just break it down. Ewie. I'm afraid to lift a hammer. I can't do it. The mother and daughter find a man to help them break their way through the wooden paneling behind the mirror, with Miranda filming him breaking a hole using, wait, a hole in the wood using a circular saw. Okay, great. (laughs) Fun. What's to stop you from going to Home Depot and buying a damn saw? If you don't have one. Yeah, you get in there. Or break into Dad's toolbox and just steal Mm -hmm. one. Or just old-fashioned stick of dynamite. (laughs) <laughs> light it with your cigar hey, for sure for sure fire in the hole just get on out of there uh, however they soon discover that the doorway has been sealed over with concrete dynamite they should listen to me dynamite doesn't give a shit about concrete it'll blow it up from the other side which Miranda later reveals was likely done as part of building work which took place in 19... 19- Miranda doesn't know what is, why, stop. The hotel is called the Rogers Hotel. It's really haunted, like, legit, really freaking haunted. <laughs> These people suck. I kind of, I'm coming back around on them. I'm kind of liking them. Uh, it was no. built back in the 18, 1800s and then rebuilt in 1912. It burnt down twice, so when they rebuilt it in 1912, they rebuilt it completely out of concrete, and the guy who used to own that hotel the way he rebuilt it is he put a pool in the basement. What does that sentence mean? The what does that have to do with being it haunted? Is he put a pool in the basement? So the concrete is like basement pool level? I'm so lost. Okay. His own daughter drowned in the pool in the basement. So people say they see puddles of water everywhere and they see that little girl's silhouette. So the door that we found used to actually lead to something, but when the dude rebuilt it, he sealed it off. Okay. So, okay. However, the creepy discoveries did not stop with a hidden doorway reveal as well as finding the door behind the mirror. Miranda revealed they also learned a small room in the salon was likely part of an old elevator shaft that was featured in the original hotel building. They then learn that the wall between the salon room and the hotel is hollow. Well, then, okay. so they tried to break into the wrong spot? <laughs> like dum-dums? I mean, that's fine that it's hollow. Let's see. Looks Okay, she says, looks like this was an old elevator shaft, guys. Uh, <laughs> there was nothing behind the mirror. It was a bust. But we think there's something behind the other wall. 
What we've discovered is that this small room was an old elevator shaft, and if you listen, the wall is hollow. <laughs> so I think there is something sealed off. <laughs> okay, thank you, Sherlock. Or just the wall is hollow because, like, they didn't it's have hollow. insulation because that shit's old. <laughs> Because what is this random window? We think there is something definitely hidden, but we can't just go in here and bust the wall down like we want to, unfortunately. So, because we don't have dynamite, end quote. So there's nothing <laughs> that we found behind the mirror. But I think there's something behind there. I really do. She added in a follow-up video, the elevator shaft we found, that wall behind it is hollow. We know, Miranda. So we think there's something behind that wall. We know, but we oh have to wait a little God. bit so we can do construction. Is she not, like, using her salon? I'm so confused. <laughs> Although she has not yet revealed whether there was anything to be found behind. She hasn't revealed it because she doesn't know. Mm -hmm. um, many, okay, blah, blah, blah. TikTok's crazy about this. Many of whom have cautioned the mother and daughter against any further investigation. It is a haunted hotel, and you are opening a portal to the underworld, one person commented, while another added, heck no, I would leave that door as is. Huh. Well. Other people suggest that Miranda's mother is a medium who is being used by spirits that need to seek help. They say hmm. she's not possessed. She's a medium. Just because she had a dream about the secret door doesn't mean that she is possessed. She is a medium, and a spirit is trying to get her also help. also doesn't mean that she's a medium, but okay. She just had a prophetic dream, which is a maze, but what's going on? Okay, not possessed, just being communicated with, a third person added. Yep. <laughs> the Rogers Hotel has long been the source of spooky stories about hauntings and ghosts, um, blah, blah, blah. Former staff members are like, yep, super haunted. They think there's a little girl and a cowboy who haunts it. Mm, Doug Reed, who is the host of uh, Haunted History Tours, revealed that a former maintenance man at the hotel claimed to have seen the cowboy ghost in the building. According <laughs> to Reed, the maintenance workers at the cowboy motioned to the basement and said, don't come down here, evil things happen here. <laughs> Okie dokie. Uh, howdy and thank you. The historical tour guide also shared his thoughts on the stories about the ghost of the former owner's daughter saying she could be found in the basement or the lobby. She likes riding the elevators and turning off the lights and the radio on and off. Hmm. Man, what a wild ride that, that article was. Now I understand all those bullet points. They were needed. Yeah. I was going to say maybe you should have just read those. <laughs> so many, so many emotional turns. So many ups and downs. Uh, so I many repeats. Dream. Uh, I don't know if I do. What's the movie with um, Kevin Bacon where he like tears up the basement? Um, it's uh, Echoes, Stir of Echoes. Stir. Oh, yeah. That's a that's an old one, that's dude. An oldie. Well, I mean, it is Kevin Bacon. Has oh, he done anything true. lately? Well, he did that one with Amanda Seyfried where he was like her husband or something. Mm, that's true. That I yeah. What a watch. bummer. I didn't watch that movie. It was a bummer. Looked... I mean, it was something to watch. It was the beginning of quarantine. It was like, give me anything that's a new movie. But, uh, yeah, it was a little weird. Mm, gross. I just don't really like movies that think they're smarter than they should. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. They're like, 
They think they're really cool. Yeah, I don't need that. Yeah, I don't either. I think that's why I don't love Christopher Nolan movies because I'm like, Did Stop. you see that thing I posted to our stories? Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's <laughs> that's what made me think of Christopher Nolan. That's what I figured. That guy's kind of a douche. And that made me laugh so hard. If you guys... Oh, this is going to be way too late. Yeah, I don't even know how to... A guy basically mad-libbed <laughs> Christopher Nolan... <laughs> coming up with a new movie idea and it's funny because it's like that must be how he makes up his movie yeah it seemed accurate he did one for tarantino too and it also was like this makes i think sense. i saw that one yeah, yeah it's like <laughs> so stupid yeah christopher uh, nolan is um i want to like... mad lib a movie we should do that hmm it's mad lib an episode mm. love love it Great. Love it. Um, well, my news is gonna be coming out kind of late, so this episode we're recording it a week ahead of time. But okay, so my news is about the Pentagon releasing or confirming that the leaked UFO images and the videos that um, were previously released by mm. um, I'm trying to remember the Navy. So, well, no, they were previously released by one of the the UFO watchdog groups, mm. and then yeah, it was like, leaked. Yeah, it was leaked, and then it was, they were like, oh my god, it's real, and well, yeah, the spokesperson from the Pentagon actually confirmed the authenticity of the leaked images and the video of their UFO investigation. What it is, it's a night vision video and ca uh, camera that captured, it was captured by a U.S. Navy destroyer, um, and it was posted online by, oh, filmmaker Jeremy Corbell. Yeah. Corbell? Corbell. Um, yeah, he, <laughs> side note, he liked our, our meme about it. Um, yes. I was very excited. The one where the girl in the Teletubby, uh, Teletubby was drinking, was drinking. vodka yeah. out of the bottle. Because <laughs> yes. that's how I felt when I read that title. And then I saw that meme for something else, and I'm like, that's me hearing this news right now. Because <laughs> I don't like it. You're like, I need to build a I bunker. Start digging now. I need to in a weird costume and just sit in the shower and drink a handle. Because I don't need this. <laughs> at all so, but yeah he liked it i felt really yes. i tagged him in it but he and he saw it and liked it and i was like yeah dude <laughs> cool bro you felt like a real like real validation there yeah i felt um i felt good mm, that's good the one silver lining to that awful news <laughs> thank god that news is a year old even well, though it's new news to us, mm -hmm. I'm I was gonna say, happy yeah, this that is, it happened a year ago. This was leaked a year ago, but, but nothing. it's ongoing investigation. So anyway, the U.S. Navy photographed and filmed yeah. pyramid-shaped UFOs and spherical The sphere advanced... I don't like either. The pyramid's worse. The, the sphere, also not great. Mm -mm. Spherical advanced transmedium vehicles... Here is that footage he wrote on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Pent the Pentagon's Susan Goff told The Sun that the reference photos in the video were taken by Navy personnel, and the clip was gathered by the UAP task force, and the images and videos were leaked then to Corbell and KLAS TV News director George Knapp. Yeah, mm -hmm. George. <laughs> Um, and then Cornell also claimed that he had verified their authenticity after getting access to the Pentagon intelligence briefing into the UAP. So I, we don't know who gave him the information or the 
videos, and obviously he'll never give his sources, which is fine. What did he say? He says, I was able to obtain the information regarding these and other UAP-related briefings, as well as unclassified slides and some of the most intriguing military-captured UAP footage I've ever seen, he posted. And if you want to follow him, he's at uh, Jeremy Corbell, C-O-R-B-E-L-L, um, on Instagram, so you can... Take he's a, look a really at the video. cool guy. He's done a lot of documentaries. He did the Skinwalker mm-hmm. Ranch one, which oh, yeah. was really good. And um, ugh, I just hate it. Mm-hmm. So the Pentagon didn't comment on the nature of the video footage, but they did confirm that they were not bullshit. Um, the yeah. short video that was recorded on the USS Russell appears to capture three orbs above a warship, as well as a fourth triangle-shaped object. So yeah, that's it's just kind of creepy. And Erica doesn't know what to do. Her life now. I don't like it. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't need that. I know, but it's um, I I really do feel like the increased number of sightings and the government actually con- talking about it is truly confirmation that's that they're anticipating some kind of something happening. Yeah. But I remember that the last time that there were a lot of sightings was like right around 9/11, like right afterward. Mm. And so it feels like during times of increased tensions, there are a lot more sightings, which is interesting to me because it's like, what are they, are they watching their grand experiment? Are we made by them? Are we like their ant farm? I don't know. I go back and forth with thinking they are. I think they're watching us from just trying to like, just observing. I don't think they necessarily plan on intervening. I think they're just kind of like, what the shit are they doing? Um. <laughs> Which is why they're so interested in military stuff. I think they're meddling. Uh, I don't know if they're meddling. I don't know if that's They're abducting that. people. That's meddling. Well. Taking blood and bodily fluids from people. That's I haven't meddling. heard any recent abduction stories. Yeah, because they put new memories into your <laughs> mind and you don't remember that shit unless you get regressed. Mm. Okay, everybody. Go get regressed and tell us... Uh, tell us what's what man i just i don't need it i don't ah, come on i don't need it what if it's mac and me mac guy just him and then everybody starts dancing and then there's like <laughs> quick cut to mcdonald's <laughs> dancing <laughs> The movie is seriously the worst. I can't I love believe it you. so much. <laughs> Guys, I don't understand. I don't either. But I do. I like it. <laughs> weird. Weird. I just don't need this news. It does nothing for me besides cause panic and uh, <laughs> intense fear. <laughs> Boo. Oh, come on. I don't need it. This is my thing that is frustrating. I don't enjoy the people who are like, oh my god, this is so cool. Because it's like, really fool? If I plop you up right now and put you in a field and go 3-2-1 pyramid spacecraft (laughs) is hovering over you and you are alone, are you really going to be cool and chill about it? Uh, Mm, Don't think so, dude. You're going to shit yourself. Okay? Oh. And you're going to cry. <laughs> okay? The whole time you're being beamed up. So don't Oh, even. they're going to be beamed up? I thought they were just going to be Of course like... they are. Oh, okay. They meddle. Did you not hear me? 
Well, if they weren't going to meddle, they wouldn't be here. I think they're just watching. No, they're not. Know. No one uh, just watches. Voyeurs do. Maybe they're voyeurs. Yeah, and how great is that for people? Not great. I don't know. I'm not a voyeur, so I don't know. There's no such thing as a cool voyeur. <laughs> it's not a thing. Shots fired. <laughs> oh, just get out of here. Go somewhere else. You guys that bored? You need to come here? Go. <laughs> Go. No one wants you here. Even the people who think they do. They don't. They don't. That totally does happen in movies where people are like, whoa, aliens, and then they're like, and then they get like uh, laser beamed and disintegrated. Yeah. What now? Oh, you can't answer me because you're dust. Dumb, dumb. I feel like you recently watched War of the Worlds or something. Mm -mm. Mm. I watched that in theaters and died. I had to hold the hand of whoever was next to me. Might have been Gracie. Mm. I don't know who it was, but I was. You death gripped him? Mm hmm. I don't need that. I don't need anything coming into my home and then robo-arming me into a weird net thing and walking away with said body. I don't need that. Was like that was like two hours of Tom Cruise running. I don't need that either. And at one point he was covered in people dust, which for some reason made me laugh. Not a good time. That's not fun. I know. It's not fun. Do you know who I would much rather see? Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. I'm down with that guy, even if he kills me. Would rather bite him. I don't need an alien doing that. I don't mm. need an alien killing me. I don't need yeah, that. Yeah, or I they might turn you into red fertilizer. I don't like want that. Yeah. Ugh. What did you think of those aliens? Because they had three little legs. They were like funny little tripods themselves. I like that they modeled their ships after them. I don't even remember what they looked like. I blocked them out. They had like one Bigfoot, I think, that they like hopped around on, I, I think. That. And then like two little tiny front feet, like Tyrannosaurus claws. Ew. Where what? they'd like hop and then grab onto something. Are they I low think. to the ground? They're like a couple feet tall. What is with this? I don't, I don't like remember. This. I, I'm trying. I have so many emotions right now. I I think I've spoken on this before. I also really don't like that movie with Mark Wahlberg. Is it The Happening? The Happening with the what? bees. What? I don't need plants <laughs> killing me. <laughs> okay. You're like, I want to eat them. Please don't, don't want them take to one of the few things I have that I enjoy, which is a just nice green leaf. I don't need it hurting me. I don't need wind coming up yeah, on my butt. Was it wind? Like, remember it gets like... I know. People are out just perusing, enjoying their shitty lives like we all do, and then... A soft wind comes up, and it's like, oh shit, we gotta get in the house, and if it's not duct taped, oh no, the pollen is coming on in, and now we're gonna just lay down in front of a lawnmower that doesn't make sense to be killed by, but it it'll kill no you. no sense. I was like, is, is, are allergies that bad? Like, I know they suck, but I like... don't need this. This is another thing I do not need. <laughs> I that scene where they're up on the hill and I believe Zoe Deschanel is looking down and seeing a lawnmower just obliterate a guy. What's happening? 
I know it's called the happening, but can someone tell me what actually is happening? What is what is it? What, what is, is it? this happening that is happening? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. Oh, that and movie's speaking, dumb as shit. I forgot also, about that movie. I guess I have a thing for not liking lawnmowers in horror movies because I oh, don't. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Shyamalan. No, I don't like that either. I have a huge, huge problem with you the hate movie signs. with. Dallas Howard, whatever her name is, Bryce Dallas Howard, Ron Howard's daughter. That movie where she is blind and she's in the... Oh, the village. That movie. I can't even. <laughs> I saw that movie and I had to sit in the second row back, which is very upsetting to me because I am forever a back row person in the movie theaters oh. I only sit in the back row because I do not want the chance of somebody kicking my seat because that will make me a 0 to 60 in one millisecond I do not have also time for that but I had to sit in the second row for this stupid movie and I will never forget 43 minutes into the movie I turned to my friend that was with me and said is she blind? <laughs> Because it's starting to look that way, but we've also been watching this for 43 minutes because I looked because I was appalled by the fact that this thought was now entering my consciousness. And I remember she looked at me and was like, I don't know, but I think she might be. I was like, (laughs) right, dude? Is this acting this subpar? I remember remember thinking the same thing. I was like, how is she running around at top speed blind? And she's also looking people dead ass in the eye. (laughs) Bryce, girl, I like you. I like you in Black Mirror. That was a fun time. Oh, God, that episode. What happened with this movie? Your dad's a director. Did he not see a rough cut of this and tell you, girl, undo this? Undo. (laughs) This is is happening, and it's not good. (laughs) This is not okay. That movie made me so angry. Mm. But what I was going to say is I do not like in (laughs) the movie Sinister, I do not like that lawnmower scene. That's bad news. Do you remember that? I believe the the kids somehow gets, because that's the one one where the kids kill the parents, right? Yeah. Yep. The kid takes the parents out in the backyard and like Mm -hmm. straight up lawnmowers over their faces. Oh. And I remember that was like... I only needed it once in the happening. I don't need it again. <laughs> I didn't like it at all. I, I don't like head. lawnmowers to the face, guys. I don't Aww, need it. I'm sorry. It's a lot. Yeah. It's also I I gross. feel like not possible. Mm. Is yeah, it? I mean, like you'd have to like pick that lawnmower up. Yeah, you. Yeah, that's the thing. They always just kind of like smooth. It's not a smooth transition. That's like using transition like a, a, a hard a hard floor vacuum on carpet or something. Yeah, it's like, no, no, it's not gonna work here. This won't. This isn't. This is impossible. But somehow it is. I don't like. Maybe it. just like a ride on lawnmower. That might be different because those things are kind of beefy. Yeah, but they never are. They weren't. No, it wasn't true. sinister. I want to see it, but with an old school lawnmower. Now I'm back around. I want to see it with the bladed ones that you push. With the, with the circle? <laughs> yeah. The non-motorized. That's like the Austin Bowers version. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good plan. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. Okay. Carry on.
Um, I want to. Sh- okay, so we totally lied. We're not talking about. Oh God, we were going to talk about the Franklin, the Franklin House and the Franklin Castle. Well, we're both freaking tired, and um, we went in a completely different direction. I'm talking about a conspiracy theory <laughs> that I feel is the best and non-harmful. And I miss when conspiracy theories were fun. fun. I mean, do you not miss that? I miss that I do so miss much. That. So that's why I want to talk about one that I think is Question. excellent. How much work would we have to do to create a conspiracy and have it go viral? Mm. Is that hard to do? I don't know. And what would it be? I don't know, but I feel like we're giving ourselves away <laughs> by talking about it. I don't think so. Okay, guys, you didn't hear this. That's part of the conspiracy. Mm. Mm. <laughs> All right. Okay. So what I'm talking about today is our nation's sweetheart, oh, Elvis Presley. <laughs> and Elvis Presley and how he might he might not be dead. Man, he would be on my dream boat. Oh, like from Young the 50s. Elvis Aaron Presley yeah. for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he was born in 1935. He died in 1977 from a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Supposedly. Mm-hmm. If you don't know who he is, I don't know how to help how you because you. you really should. <laughs> Erica will kill you. I do love so, him. I know you do. <laughs> is he not? He's dreamy. I, I know. He's dreamy. I recognize this. Loves I don't love... I do... I know. I love his... I, that's the problem. Like I'm really torn with him because... I don't love what he did with his life. I don't love it. Some what things he did. are sketch, but I mean, we're not all perfect. <laughs> I don't know. Bryce, Bryce Dallas Howard knows what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> I just don't love what he did with Priscilla. That's yeah, no. Like I the worst, him. worst, worst. Anyway, voice of an angel. <laughs> <laughs> so he actually died August 16th, 1977. That's my brother's birthday. Mm. Not 77, obviously, mm. but, you know, he died. That's cool. He was 42 years old, and as more than 80% of Americans believe, wait, it was either death of Elvis Presley at the age of 42, as more than 80% of Americans believe, or the start of the most spectacular disappearing act in the history of mankind. Sorry, my cat, Honey, has been in here. She, you may have heard her growl earlier or cry, mm-hmm. and now she's sitting on paper. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I'm going to remove the paper from her. Mm-hmm. Honey, I know paper. it's your favorite. I know, standing on paper is your favorite, but right now is not the time. So people think that he's still alive. 20% of Americans think that he's still alive. Oh, and I'm wow. very curious to know... I'm curious to know how many people worldwide think that he's still alive. So these are just some of the theories about it. So I'm very excited. This I have time for. Okay, good. <laughs> I was going to say, I hope you have time for this. I, so this time. is not alien related. This is Elvis Aaron Presley related. The best. So the first Our sighting on <laughs> the afternoon of August 16th, 1977, A man bearing a striking resemblance to Elvis is said to have purchased a one-way ticket from Memphis International Airport to Buenos Aires. So he supposedly gave the name John Burroughs, a pseudonym Elvis used when checking into hotels. Hmm. Patrick Lacey, author of the book Elvis Decoded, which I feel like you should write that down so you can buy it later. Probably. 
um, claims to have debunked this popular and wholly unsubstantiated story by interviewing airport officials and determining that international flights weren't available from Memphis in 77. But there is also the question of why the most famous man on the planet would risk going into a public place in his hometown well, was CIA. to book airfare. Oh, yeah. He's got connections. He did. For the purpose of faking his own death. Maybe he figured his acting skills would help him avoid suspicion. Mm-hmm. Because he also was an actor, not just a singer. <laughs> I love those movies so much. How many times have you watched them? I just really like them. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the I like looking at all the hairstyles and the outfits and things. Oh, the hair, the, the hair, makeup, and and fashion. And they're always in tropical locations, which is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Forever favorite. So a great deal of Elvis is alive intrigue centers on August eighteenth, nineteen seven. 77, which was the day of his funeral, so it was just two days after he died. Mm-hmm. Uh, footage of the service shows pallbearers bear- <laughs> struggling to lift a 900-pound copper coffin. Wow. Why would they? How many, just, how many people were there lifting it? Did I don't it know. No, it doesn't That's say yet. Let's see. You're, you're getting close to a ton. <laughs> Yeah. The like, king had packed on a few pounds in his later years, but there's no many. way he was pushing half a ton. One explanation. The casket was outfitted with a cooling system, the kind you'd use to keep a wax dummy of a beloved celebrity from melting on a hot summer day. Sound crazy? Yeah. No. <laughs> Presley's cousin, Gene Smith, thought the body looked a little strange. His okay. nose looked kind of puggy looking, and his right sideburn was sticking straight out. It looked... It looked about an inch, uh, he said in the 1991 special, The Elvis Files. Hold on, <laughs> writing that down. The I know Elvis more. Files. Gotta check that out. And his hairline looked like a hairpiece or something was glued on. Smith was also troubled by the smoothness of his uh, typically calloused hands and the sweat on his brow. Hmm. Okay. Attentive fans were further spooked when they saw the king's headstone. The inscription reads Elvis Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, Presley, even though he had been given the middle name Aaron, A-R-O-N, probably in memory of his stillborn twin brother, Jesse Guerin. The theory here is that Elvis used the incorrect spelling to signal fans that he was still alive. (laughs) Another one of Elvis's cousins, Billy Smith, claimed the singer simply preferred the more common double A spelling as legal documents bearing his signature attest. But maybe he was giving a special. Okay. okay. Would you take? Would you believe that? No. Okay. <laughs> I think he just like I always thought he yeah did double A's. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Traditionally, you can't have a funeral without death, and what killed the king or is another you? major source of controversy. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. The medical examiner's <laughs> office uh, official cause of death was hypertensive heart disease associated with uh, atherosclerotic sclerotic heart disease. Basically, he had a heart attack. Elvis weighed at least 250 pounds in his final days, and one Baptist Memorial Hospital staffer told Rolling Stone he had the arteries of an 80-year-old man. So a massive heart attack 
isn't exactly far-fetched, but toxicologists found more than 10 drugs in his system, fueling Mm -hmm. speculation that the polypharmacy played a role in his death. And the general confusion surrounding these and other jargony cause of death explanations has undoubtedly helped foster conspiracy theories, so have issues concerning the official paperwork. His death certificate will remain under wraps until 2027, 50 years after his passing. Just six more years. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh God, we're gonna have to have a like Elvis Presley party. I would love to on my brother's birthday. I'm sure he'll <laughs> love that. <laughs> He's like, oh cool, it's my birthday. We're like, no, it's Elvis party. Mm-hmm. Sorry guys. So sorry. Um, so while this seem like may seem like further to proof of a cover up, it's actually a matter of Tennessee law. <laughs> so as for Presley's autopsy report, it's a private family document, unlikely to ever see the light of day. Farts. Hmm. So we may mm-hmm. not actually see it. Okay. I hope they release it. Me too. They won't. Didn't I hear that somebody was like, he died on the toilet? Yeah. Wasn't that a thing? That was a really big thing. Yeah, that he was on the john. He died in the bathroom. I don't know if he mm. was actually on the toilet or not. But um, yeah, he was in the bathroom when it happened. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. I thought I remembered. That was like the first death explanation that I'd heard. That he had a heart attack from being constipated and... Pushing too hard. Yeah, no. He was just in the bathroom. I mean, he might have been on the toilet, but, um, uh, yeah. He may have been mainlining something at the same time. (laughs) It's possible. Considering the 10 drugs in his system. Um, So the second major Elvis sighting came in the form of a photo snapped on December 31st, 1977. I like how all of these were happening the same year that he died. So while visiting Graceland with his family, a man named Mike Joseph took some random pictures of Presley's pool house. A few years later, while studying them with a magnifying glass, Joseph (laughs) spotted a shadowy Elvis-like figure sitting in the doorway. Experts at Kodak verified that nothing had been doctored, so it seems someone was peering out of window. In an interview with Larry King, Elvis's good buddy Joe Esposito suggested it was another Presley associate, Al Strada, in the photo. The explanation was good enough for Joseph, but not everybody is satisfied. In the late 80s, so uh, quite a few years after he died, the epicenter of the Elvis Lives universe shifted to Kalamazoo, Michigan, and a city that Elvis played four months before his death. In 88, a woman named Louise Welling from nearby Vicksburg claimed she had seen Presley standing in line at the local Felsbosch (laughs) supermarket. He was rocking a white jumpsuit naturally and purchasing no, an electrical he will not fuse. Be wearing that if he's laying low. But he's buying an electrical fuse and he's blending in like God, normal just humans. Look like the locals. Let me put on this white onesie. <laughs> Welling's daughter later spied him scarfing whoppers at Burger King. <laughs> What gives this account eerie credibility, expert David Adler told the LA Times in an interview promoting his Presley-themed cookbook, is that Burger King was by far Elvis's favorite fast food chain. Oh my god. Oh man, wouldn't Elvis be disappointed by the Beyond Burgers now? Uh, he'd be into it. I feel like he would be. He has to. Doctor's orders. Seriously, with those arteries? <laughs> so the, the Kalamazoo hullabaloo spawned no. a rash of late 80s Elvis sightings, many of which involved the king doing unregal things like pumping gas or buying junk food. <laughs> These were consistent with the notion that he'd faked his own death to escape the public eye, or the mafia, as one theory holds, mm-hmm. and return to his humble roots. But Elvis loved movies. He starred in 31 of them, and Christmas, 
So it also makes sense that he would risk blowing he his cover by appearing. Movies. That is a lie. The colonel, who was his uh, agent, mm-hmm. they did not get along, mm. and Elvis hated the movies that he put him in. He wanted to be a serious actor. Oh, well, no. You can't the be. Colonel was a shit, but whatever. Well, they thought that he would blow his cover by appearing in the first Home Alone movie. So I'm believers listening. of this bizarre theory contend that a 55-year-old Presley turned up in the background of the scene where Catherine O'Hara's character is stuck at the Scranton airport while trying to get home. There's a bearded guy behind her that looks a little like Elvis in Chato from 1969. And this guy, like, cocks his head in a manner that conspiracy theorists swear is identical to Presley's onstage mannerisms. What? Curiously, the, and this is the same scene where it's like you've got John Candy in the background kind of like listening to her. Oh, like, like at the scream. airport. Yeah, scream at the scream at the airport guy. Yeah. And she's like, nah, look at me on the plane. And there's like John Candy on one side and this Elvis guy on the other side. What? Why would he be there for this? I don't know. Chris Columbus, the director, went into Home Alone having just made Heartbreak Hotel, a 1988 flop about some kids who tried to kidnap Elvis. Columbus and Home Alone star Macaulay Culkin laugh about the theory in the DVD commentary, but the identity of the extra remains unknown. Even if the real bearded man were to come forward, it probably wouldn't kill the story. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm looking at it right now. What are your thoughts? No, he's not <laughs> McDreamy. Dude, he's he would be 55 then. That's okay. Uh, uh, hello, Keanu. <laughs> well, Elvis went through some physical transformations from his McDreamy stage through I just, life. I don't see it. I just don't see Elvis ever wearing a turtleneck. And a beard like that? No. And it's okay. just... I just... He kind of reminds me of... Um, Alan Rickman in Die Hard. (laughs) I mean, I see what people are seeing. His eyes are very similar. But I... Mm -mm. He looks more like Russell Crowe to me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I've only got two more. Okay. So, in the summer of 2016, a video of a Graceland groundskeeper... So, Graceland is his home, his castle chateau thing... Uh, that you can go and visit. You can't go upstairs, but you can uh, tour the downstairs part of the house, which oh is kept, mm, which is kept exactly like it was when he died. Mm-hmm. So it's like a real time warp. I've been there. Erica has not yet, but she I will go so badly. The jungle room is absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, Graceland. Uh, there's a groundskeeper purported to be Elvis. Got the internet all shook up. So in wow. the clip. In the clip, a gray-haired dude in a baseball cap and an Elvis Week t-shirt fusses with some wire and holds up two fingers, apparently some type of numerological clue, as he walks past the camera. The video has been filmed or viewed more than two million times on YouTube. (laughs) My people. Oh, my God. So... Yeah. I don't think it looks like him. What do they mean by numerology? I don't know. isn't he just like giving a peace sign? One would think that because that's what I think. I know, like that's like the when international, I when somebody like, when somebody with, like lets me go when I'm driving, I like hold up two fingers like hey thanks, or I will like full hand wave yeah. if I'm not super lazy tired, but I will always wave and it's usually yeah. Peace. <laughs> Elvis 
being alive theories cannot obviously go on forever because right now he'd be in his 80s. They and can. They can go on I forever. mean, maybe he can. I don't know. I have a... <laughs> yeah. I Unless think he's Elvis immortal. has been abducted and he's with aliens, personally. Oh. And I think that's our only hope for uh, a peace treaty. Elvis. Oh. He's going to broker it. There, do you think they'd return him in his young perfection state? Or? I think that would be part of the deal. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think he would adjust well to regular times because he'd be like going after really young girls and they'd be like, you really can't do that. And they would oblige. No, they would not. <laughs> no, they would not. They would. Eight, not. eight out of ten times they would. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, well, that's that's really all there is. There really aren't any more. Other than it. he could be immortal or, like you said, abducted by aliens. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here for all of it. Let's just have more fun conspiracy theories, guys. No more mean and hurtful ones, okay? Mm-hmm, Great. Mm-hmm, more, mm-hmm. more Elvis is alive. So, the next one that I want to talk about is Paul McCartney, but that's mm, next time. <laughs> love, love, love. Um, all right. So because this episode is apeshit bonkers, <laughs> um, just how I like it, mm-hmm. I'm going to discuss some really strange <laughs> stories. <laughs> yeah, you know, when you said this to me today, I was like, what? Because I want to know what's happening along yeah. with you guys in real time. So we'll talk. Got it. These are articles that have been featured in um <laughs> they're so crazy. Um and I believe the New York Times and they're supposed to be wild and insane. Okay. So I'm here for it. This one is from August 22nd, 1925. Mm-hmm. And it was titled pancake loving turtle a family heirloom kidnapped from homes he's visited for years I love it I don't even know what this means um so this was an article that was in the paper and I feel like it will be lovely hopefully the turtle's Mm -hmm. okay I mean I guess it doesn't matter because it's soup's old and well turtles live a long time maybe he's still Mm -hmm. alive okay so it goes Mrs. Edward Rayner's pet turtle, which came to her back door, oh my goodness, every day, oh my goodness, (laughs) in spring and summer for four years, wow, to get pancakes made by a recipe known to her family for 200 years, has been kidnapped and advertised as lost in the current issue of the Brookhaven Advance. That is messed up. Miss Rayner, like many other persons of Brookhaven, has made a pet of turtles. <laughs> really? What's up with Brookhaven? Especially especially those which had the initials of her ancestors carved on their shells. Not okay with that. And when this particular turtle, which had a large bee on his back, came to her house four years ago, she knew he had been the pet of the Bartow family, her ancestors who settled here two centuries ago, and she took pains to make him welcome. Mm, mixed feelings. Mm. The turtle, a large fellow, immediately showed a fondness for the Bartow pancakes. <laughs> That's really cute. That At first, really cute. he ate only what the Rayner cat left, because the cat's all up in them pancakes too. But then, after Mrs. Rayner saw how much he really liked them, she made a special batch of batter for him alone and sent them. <laughs> so cute, and set them out on a plate at the back door. Every morning, he would waddle to the house to get them. 
Oh, except boo-boo. during strawberry blossom time because then he was busy because oh. he was getting his strawberries. This I would continue it. until early fall with the first cold snap. The turtle would disappear somewhere into the <gasps> earth to hibernate for the winter. But a week or so ago, after the turtle had got his pancakes and waddled off to whatever turtles do, Ms. Rayner saw an automobile stop. A man reached down to the earth and straight up picked him up and drove away. No. This is horrible. The next day and the next and the day afterward, the turtle did not come to the back door for his pancakes. So Mrs. Rayner inserted the following advertisement in the Brookhaven advance. It said, Lost. If this notice comes to the man who took the turtle, will he please return him to Miss Edward Rayner, who fears he will miss his pancakes and oh also will God. never be able to find his way back to his winter location. No. 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 My heart is like really sad. It's better right end now. well. I want only to know that the turtle is well off, she said. If the man doesn't want to return him, I'll be glad to send him a recipe for the pancakes. I'm afraid the turtle will miss them and be unhappy. Oh no. She sounds like such a sweet, sweet person. <laughs> and that's where it ends. I need resolution. That's just one of the weirdest things that have ever like been in the New York Times. What happened to the turtle? Guys, please scour the web and tell me if the turtle got his pancakes back. Yeah, we need to know. This is strange. That's really sweet that he liked the pancakes. If I ever rescue a turtle, I will be sure to find this recipe. Okay, here's another one. This is from March 15th, 1904. It says, wife returned after having fine funeral. Then, What? Okay. It says, then Valenti learned he had buried the wrong woman, asked City to pay the bill, insists that the morgue keeper persuaded him against his judgment as to identify the body. What? What? Declaring that the City falsely notified him that his wife was dead and saddled him with the expense of a funeral for a strange woman, Ignacio Valente, who lives at 311 East 16th Street, has filed a bill for $250 against the City. The Auditing Bureau of the Finance Department now has it in charge. Valente is an Italian. About six weeks ago, he quarreled with his wife, Angelico, over the way she cooked macaroni. As a result of the quarrel, the wife left Valente's home, declaring she would rather die than return. The Valente's rage has cooled. He became worried over his wife and started to search for her, reporting her loss to the police. He gave a careful description of the woman, and finally, on being notified that the body of a woman answering the description was at the morgue, he went there, accompanied by his two-year-old daughter. Why would he take the two-year-old? He identified the clothing of the dead woman as belonging to his wife, but when shown the body, said he declared it had been changed. Quote, they all change after death, he says, the morgue keeper declared. Oh. That's a gross quote. Quote, this woman is better looking than my wife. Valenti says he declared, excuse me? Oh, boy. Oh, I see why she left. Death beautifies them all, quote, the morgue man is said to have replied. What is happening? Ew. Smothering his doubts, Valenti says he had the body brought to his home, and then, in response to an old request made by his wife, got out the wedding dress used by Mrs. Valenti and had the strange woman attired in it. This is so weird. The funeral was held and the Valenti footed the bills 
Um, so, okay. So they had a funeral. He paid for it. Notice okay. that the event was published in the Italian papers and the real Mrs. Valenti reading it started post-haste for her home. She's like, what? I'm not dead. Valenti, on arriving home, discovered that the real Mrs. rummaging about for her wedding dress. She's like, mm, what's up with my wedding dress? Uh, where is oh it? She God. demanded. What? And he happening? said, why I buried you in it three days ago, to his oh surprise. Oh, God. Real trouble followed this, and then when Valenti had satisfied himself, it was his real wife who stood before him, and that he had buried the wrong woman. He could only restore peace by promising to buy his wife another dress just like the one that this strange woman had been buried in. Now he demands that the city pay him a hundred bucks, which he spent for the funeral of the wrong person, forty dollars for wages through his grief, and because of illness that followed the shock of finding his wife alive. <laughs> I like that the he wants damages of her being alive, not dead. And a hundred and ten yeah. for the bridal costume which he had placed on the corpse, and with which sum he desires to buy a new gown for his missus. He asserts that he never would have accepted the body of the other woman, whose identity is still unknown, unless the morgue keeper had forced him to believe it was the body of his wife. That's what insane. How? Oh. Like, I want to know what this, <laughs> this person looked like. That confused That's all him. I can think. <laughs> Poor baby. Why so many people are housed? Why are they in black? Where's mom? Mom's not here. She's dead. Mom's right there. Well, <laughs> why are mom you just went on vacation. Are you guys getting like remarried? What's happening? Also, mom, I hate you for leaving. Ugh. My God. Okay. What? That was some drama. That was a lot. That was a lot. Okay. This one sounds fun. September fourteenth, eighteen ninety nine. Oof. Parrot was a gas fiend. <laughs> no. So they gave drugs to them. At last, killed his owner by tearing off burner while she slept. I think this parrot's a murderer, oh. y'all. Okay, Washington, <laughs> September thirteenth. Alice, not twenty-three years old, of eight hundred three Twelfth Street, came to her death yesterday through the <laughs> instrumentality of her pet parrot, an <laughs> evil dispositioned bird who was cordially oh. dis <laughs> detested by everyone except his mistress. Oh, well. But who seemed to have a strong affection for her. He would follow her from room to room and was never happy except in her presence. This sounds like Punky. He was generally regarded as a devil <laughs> and as a bird of ill omen. Um, his unpopularity was increased by an uncanny habit of pulling the tips off the gas burners with his strong beak and inhaling the gas until it stupefied him. He was a gas fiend and a feathered victim of the gas habit. While his young mistress was sleeping, the parrot took off the lava tip in her room and started on a gas debauch. <laughs> what? This time there was no one near to avert the consequences of his deed. When Mrs. Knott's relatives, alarmed by her long silence, broke open the door, they found her dead. Her little murderer was found half unconscious by the door. When he found himself succumbed to the gas and was not rescued as usual by his mistress, he realized that something was wrong and had wit or instinct enough to make for the door and shove his bill as far as he could underneath it. What a... What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. He recovered, and while the coroner was in the house, the little bird was caught trying to turn on the gas again. Wow. 
Plunky would never was, do that to me, though. Do you think he was possessed? <sighs> I don't know. That's wild. A parrot mm-hmm. killed... A parrot who... He, the only person he liked killed her. <laughs> That's Maybe awful. she didn't give him crackers. Not enough. Wow. And then he put yeah. his little beak under the... <laughs> Animals are smart. I like them. I, I, Good job, I, parrot. I mean, hate the game, not the player? I don't know. March 14th, 1909. Lazy man in bed, 10 years. <laughs> Whoa. Maybe he has chronic pain. Let's find out, shall Let's we? Let's be nice, man. Jerseyville, really like, Illinois. Yeah. March 13th. The laziest man in the world lives in this village. His name is John Mumcroft. He has been in bed 10 years because he is unwillingly... (laughs) This is not looking good. He doesn't want to comply with the rules of the Jersey County Farm, which say that everyone living there shall rise at 5 a.m. Don't tell me when to get up. I like it. Mumcra is not sick. He eats regularly and is in perfect oh. health. Okay, so, well, all right. I'm Title ready to appropriate. hold up my hand and swear that he has kept his word, said Superintendent Morning of the Country Farm. Quote, John has been in bed 10 years, and he wow. says he will stay there the remainder of his life. Wow. <laughs> Quote, That's he commitment. Just lies there and looks at the ceiling. Simply because he doesn't want to get up at five. What if he gets up at six or something? Why? Why can't why there be a compromise? Get up at five. He, no one should be told when to get up. I just don't agree with this. And he looks as he just is in bed, eyes on the ceiling, or he sometimes rolls over once in a while and takes a nap. <laughs> it's time for my left side nap, y'all. I'm gonna roll over. He basically just described everybody in lockdown. <laughs> I gotta like him. When he talks, it is all about how foolish a man is to get up every morning when he knows we'll have to go back to bed at night again. I can't. So why not this. just stay in bed? I get it. Who's bringing him snacks? I know. Who's enabling this fool? Because that's who needs to be spoken to. <laughs> who's getting up at 5 a.m. to make him snacks? I would not feed this Does idiot. Go to the bathroom? I'm confused. Oh, okay. God. Don't help him. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's another one from 1896. It was Flatbush <laughs> as okay. a ghost. <laughs> I can't. Flatbush has a ghost? Is that what you said? You heard it. Okay. The old town of Flatbush, now <laughs> the 29th ward of Brooklyn, has a ghost. A Excellent. Simon Pure, sure enough, ghost. I don't know what that means. The nightly mm. walks on East Broadway near Nordstrand Avenue and stops mm. at the house of Charles Norton to make inquiries for a hand that it lost there many years ago while Ooh. its restless spirit was in the flesh. <gasps> These visits are not fully appreciated by Norton or his wife, but it <laughs> appears the Norton that Norton is to blame for the appearance of the ghost. Because his ghost ship was not heard of until Norton, while searching for gold in his cellar, dug up a hand that had lain undisturbed for years. Oh. Mm. So, Hmm. he's looking for that gold, dug up a hand, things got weird. There was a ring on one of the fingers of the exhumed hand, and when this had been rubbed, oh my goodness, the ghost, 
in true Arabian Nights fashion appeared as it failed to <laughs> get instructions. Wait, he rubbed a ring? <laughs> Why is he, I guess, is he polishing it? I guess if he's cleaning it, mm-hmm. but still, I imagine that he's like holding it and being like, I'm going to make three wishes. It's going to be great. And as it failed to get instructions from Norton, it is now said that all it wants is the hand and ring and that thereafter it will cease worrying the descendants of the early Dutch in Flatbush. The story that the old Dutchman in the town tell of the ghost is that 60 years ago, a belated traveler with lots of gold in his belt stayed overnight at the farmhouse of one Krug. A thrifty Dutch Krug? <laughs> Krug. When he oh, heard, Krug. Yeah. Krug. Not much better. When he heard of the large amount of gold that his visitor had about him, Mm-mm. he gave up his own room. I've heard of this story. Gave up his own room to the stranger and insisted that he shouldn't occupy it. The next day, the visitor disappeared. And when the family asked Krug about it, he said the man had departed before daybreak. Mm-mm. Lies. The bed clothing was also missing, and Krug accounted for this by saying he had burned it because the stranger had just recovered from an attack of yellow fever. Mm, things are starting a, to stack up. Krug. That's a good excuse to throw people off your scent. Yellow fever, y'all. You don't, mm. you don't want to touch it. Subsequent, uh, subsequently, a man's hand was found behind the bed. Mm. How do you just, like, lose I, a hand when you're disposing of a body? Yeah, it's not Oh, good. shit, I missed his hand. I don't know. Eh, we'll it find had, it later. It had been cut off by Krug with an axe, it was said. When the hand was found, Krug mm, disappeared, and the hand was buried. Mrs. Norton, in speaking of this ghost and its uncanny visits, said the house was haunted and continued, Everybody who has lived here since murder was done under this roof has had bad luck. <laughs> One murder man was who, done. <laughs> murder has been done under this roof. One man who occupied the house about 40 years ago left his wife and children and ran away with another man's wife. That has nothing to do with that the ghost. That has nothing to do nothing with the ghost. What? Another was a burglar. And when he was caught, a whole lot of silverware was found buried in the cellar. Another committed suicide. We've been here for six years now and there has been nothing but sickness in our family. I do not like to talk about these things it sends a chill down my back norton while hunting for the silverware supposed to be buried in his cellar dug up two rusty revolutionary swords and several pieces of ancient coins before the hand was unearthed hmm to me it sounds like the crap that's happened in their house is just like typical happenings Mm -hmm. except for finding a hand Mm -hmm. it doesn't sound like the reason like caused by a death yeah. yeah, 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 I agree. Ah, he cheated on his wife. It must be the ghost. No, <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah, here, Mrs. Norton, crazy bitch. Okay. All right, lady. September twenty fourth, nineteen hundred. Titled mm-hmm. "Wanted Pickles Fried." What? <laughs> this sounds like something I would write. Yes. <laughs> sounds so good. Or jalapeno poppers. Mmm. Mm. I like fried pickles. Give me that. <sighs> I love it all. Okay, let's see what happens. Charles R. Johnson, Bangor, Maine, registered mm-hmm. at Yeager's Hotel, 561 7th Avenue, early in September. Okay. Quote, Will you have dinner, Mr. Johnson? The clerk asked. And then, yes, send some pickles to my room. 
<laughs> Later in the day, the new guest ordered a coarse supper, two courses of pickles and one of crackers. Johnson <laughs> remained in the place until yesterday, eating nothing except crackers and pickles. My goodness. Frequent conference with the cook, who was the only person about the hotel whom he would notice. Johnson went to the cook yesterday morning, telling him he had new <laughs> he had a new receipt for pickles which he desired to have made up. Opening his shirt, oh my goodness, Johnson disclosed a wallet hanging about his neck by a ribbon. Around it, tape was rolled, the ends being held in place by red wax seals. These Johnson broke, and from the wallet he took a paper and began to read. I'm scared. What? This is a recipe. Okay. Take some cucumbers. When quite green, from the garden, while unseen. Soak them long in salt mush. Add your spices, watch them rust. For some days, let them lie. Take them out in slices, fry. That's a dish. Which one sings? So good it is. It's fit for kings. <laughs> I want to say this to someone someday. Why, that's nothing but ordinary. Pickles fried, the cook told him. At this, Johnson became angry and retired to mm. his room. To the proprietor Angry. went the cook. He's that crazy, said the cook, that he wants to spoil good pickles by frying them. The proprietor spoke to the policeman on post, Baxter, Police. of the Tenderloin Station House. A Bellevue Hospital ambulance later took Johnson away on the ground that he was afflicted with dementia. For a time, he was unwilling to go, inquiring defiantly, Got any pickles over there? Whole vats of them, he was told. Johnson climbed hastily into the ambulance. That's an article that was in the paper. I want you to save that because I feel like that pickle recipe is, is perfect for a toast. Perfect. <laughs> um, this guy was just ahead of his time. Don't he put just liked pickles? Things on him, but he he's fine. He just wants a fried pickle and listen to him. Damn it, he likes rhymes. There's no I like law. that he rhymed that. That's awesome. I loved it. I like it. And it was in the paper. That's even better. Okay, pick one or two. Mm, two. <laughs> Who does number two work for? Ghost moved macaroni. This is from September 23rd. I'm really glad I picked number two. <laughs> Prayers will be said today to lay a restless West Orange spirit. This is in New Jersey. Wow. Um, at the Church of St. Michael, the Archangel in Matthew Street, the city to lay a ghost, which is driving the Italian residents of White Street, West Orange, into a superstitious frenzy. Ghostly <laughs> rappings, hand clappings, and other supernatural demonstrations have been heard and experienced since Monday in the store and rooms occupied by Frank Petro and family, who keep a grocery store in one end of a big frame tenement house just across the Orange Line. It was in this hmm. house that Peter Cristiano was stabbed by Lorenzo Corbo, an old Ooh. organ grinder, <sighs> at a New Year's Eve party eight months ago. The neighbors assert that the ghostly demonstrations are caused by the restless spirit of the murdered man. Um, Father okay. Dikea, pastor of the Church of St. Michael, was called in last night. He prayed and sprinkled holy water in the rooms where the noises were heard. While he was in the house, there were no demonstrations, but as soon as he left, the family and neighbor <laughs> and the noises were recommenced with redoubled frequency and violence, so it got worse. Uh, Petro, who is a big, hearty man of intelligent appearance, says he does not believe the ghost, uh, but does not know what else to think. At midnight okay. last night, he declares he heard a noise as if the front doors of his store, which were fastened with the 
heavy bar set in staples that had been thrown wide open and the bar flung to the floor. He tried to get okay. out of bed to investigate, but was held down by some invisible power, which, <laughs> which pressed upon his chest and made it impossible oh, no. for him to move. The presence remained okay. for an hour. Whoa. Uh, the store doors were locked as usual this morning, but a box of macaroni, which had been placed <laughs> upon a top shelf, stood on the floor in the middle of the room. The handful of long straws lying across the top in the form of a cross. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Satan is here. A Times correspondent heard the noises tonight and made a thorough investigation of the rooms and cellar without ascertaining their cause. Samuel Cristiano, a brother of the murdered man who keeps a saloon on the next block, is convinced that the presence is that of his brother. He Aww. says he went last night into the room where most of the noises are heard and begged the spirit to make itself visible. It did not. But as he rose from his knees after praying, no. <laughs> three unusually loud knocks sounded just under the place where he was standing. Petro Aww. and his family say they have not slept for three nights. They went out to stay with friends tonight and intend to move out of the house tomorrow. Tenants in the other end of the house have heard nothing of the noises. Hmm. Maybe it's a Daniel Plant situation where they've got a creeper living in their walls. Mm-hmm. I will always assume that now if there are noises that I, I can't agree. explain. I agree. Man, there's so many weird stories. We have to continue this on Patreon. There's so many okay. and they're amazing. I love it. These titles are it. wild. <laughs> Drinks 85 cups of coffee and regains championship. What does that even mean? Lemonade, his undoing. That's the title of another one. <laughs> goat is still goat despite magic right. What? Wow. <laughs> yes, this is good. A dog that talks. End of story. <laughs> Why do they even need to write anymore? Past I don't that. know. He's a setter and demands cakes and good German. <laughs> what? Is that, a, is that really? Like harder? an Irish setter, I guess. I don't know what's that. Okay. I'm yeah, we'll it. finish this on Patreon for sure. Need no more about dog. What are these cakes? I want one. Well, guys, <laughs> we hope you liked uh, the randomness of this episode tonight or today. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, today, tonight. I don't know. No, but uh, we will get back on track as soon as I am done moving and Erica's jaw feels better yeah. and blah 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 blah. Life happens, but we're still here for you. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. If you aren't following us on Instagram, you should. We would appreciate it. And if you feel extra jolly, you should leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify Mm -hmm. or any other platform that allows reviews. We would super appreciate it. And if you Mm -hmm. do, please tell us so we can send you a thank you. Yeah. We would like to. There was a really sweet one that was done recently that almost brought me to tears. Yes, let us know. Because we want to send you a sticker. Yes. 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 And oh, if you want extra content, obviously you can join our Patreon as said in the beginning of the episode. But, you know, I think this week might be a special Patreon episode. I'm not sure. Or was it last week now since we're recording a week ahead of time? Oh, so I don't amazing. know. I don't know. We we live with time no time. No yeah, it doesn't, doesn't mean anything to us. Nothing. Anyway. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, guys, join us next week when we talk about something. It might be the Franklin House Castle situation. It might be something else. Mm -hmm. I don't know yet. Mm -hmm. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Will we? To be determined. TBD. All right. Well, this is the Night Guys podcast. I'm Liana. I'm Erica. All right. Bye. Bye.